episode of the Twins Mad World, we'll be talking about cancel culture. So grab your tea or coffee and enjoy the episode. Hey, I'm Lizzie. And I'm Cassie. And this is our Mad World podcast. This podcast is dedicated to mental health awareness and us sharing our stories in the hopes of helping others. I think as mental health advocates, we almost have a responsibility to talk about cancel culture and why we think it's so harmful. When we talk about cancel culture, we have to ask ourselves, why are we doing it? Why do we want to cancel this person and what effect is it actually going to have when slash if we do? What is cancel culture actually about? It's holding people accountable. But are we actually doing that? Are we holding the right people accountable? Yes, I think with what's going on, it seems like to me when we cancel someone, it's usually because of what happened in their past and not what they're doing now. Because there are so many people today who are, dare I say, assholes now and are doing things that were canceling people that when they they did it 10 years ago and people are doing it now. So should we can't like we should really be canceling the people who are doing it now, not the people who did it 10 years ago and have changed and learned. Yeah, exactly. I think the thing with cancel culture is a question that we need to ask. Are we allowing people to grow? Mm -hmm. Who are we, like, actually holding accountable? Like, what are we holding accountable for? Yeah. Who do we need to do it for? Mm -hmm. Right? There's so many, so many questions. Yeah. I feel like a lot of the times when we are canceling people, we're we're usually canceling the minority group. Yeah. Like LGBT and women. Yeah, I feel like it's it's never white heterosexual men. <laughs> yeah. Um, I feel like like specifically women, I feel like they're held to a higher standard. And it's so funny to me because you're watching other people who like are actually committing crimes, like actual crimes where they've hurt people, and these men are getting their career backs. I mean it's sure it's not the same and they've had like a little downfall for like six months, but you know, in a year they're they're back in it. Whereas, like, there are so many women, like, you don't even remember the names of of them. Yeah. Because we've just, we're like, yeah, we don't want anything to do with you. And I think there was, like, one woman that, um, what is her name? We just watched her video, Nicole. Nicole Raffi? Yeah, she gave someone's name. I forgot what her name was, but she was a singer who apparently, she basically on live television ripped up the Pope's photo and said that she doesn't support pedophiles because there's a lot of people within the church priests sadly this is a sad truth okay this is reality so any religious person who is listening to this I'm, I'm really sorry but the truth is is that there are a lot of priests that are preying on children and preying on the on young people sadly I feel like it isn't something that should happen but That is what her intention was, is to basically say that this isn't okay and we can't just cover it up. We need to hold these people accountable. So by her trying to cancel somebody, she got canceled. And the person who actually should have been canceled didn't get canceled. Yeah. And I don't think she's canceling, like, the Pope. Like, that wasn't her intention to cancel the Pope, but to basically say, like, don't just reassign people who have committed crimes to a different area where they can just continue doing what they're doing. Mm -hmm. So I guess what we're saying is that there are a lot of celebrities, specifically women, who can't salvage back their career. Mm -hmm. 
Like, they could potentially, yeah, they could get it back, but it's never the same. I was um, reading comments, and someone brought up the point of Taylor Swift, where Taylor Swift got canceled, but and she disappeared for a year, and then another year went by, and we found out that what happened wasn't real and wasn't true, and she still didn't get the career that she had previously. Honestly, I think her career is a lot better now, but I, I don't know, that might just be me. Hmm. I don't know. <laughs> so another person that I think I want to bring up is Jenna Marbles. Yeah. Jenna Marbles, it seems like the most genuine human being ever. And again, I feel like I'm not the one who, like, disclaimer, I'm not the one who's supposed to be accepting her apology, but I do feel that she has changed and she's apologized for what she's done in the past and she's corrected those mistakes. Mm-hmm. So I don't understand why we're canceling Jenna Marbles. It doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. Point out the fact we are not the ones supposed to be accepting her apology at all. We're not accepting her apology. That's for other people to do that. But yeah, I think Jenna Marbles has changed from like 10 years. She's not the same person that she was 10 years ago. She's not the same person that she was a year ago. Mm Mm-hmm. Let's be and you, honest. And you can see it. Yeah. Like, it's not like, oh, she's just saying it. Like, there are some YouTubers that, like, they say they're sorry. There are some TikTokers. I don't know why, but, like, I just, like, I started thinking about this. Um, there are TikTokers. And, yes, they're children, quote, unquote. Mm-hmm. They're, like, our age. But I don't, like, because they're our age, I feel like I'm I'm going to hold you at a, a higher standard. I'm sorry. Yeah. Because um, I know that you can change and you shouldn't be playing the child card. Mm-hmm. Uh they said the n-word on live oh and they like to me as like a white person i feel like if i ever went on live and said the n-word i would get canceled and no one would talk to me and everyone would like just disown me like i I think even our like friends would be like okay bye we have friends we have friends (laughs) i mean i have friends (laughs) (laughs) I, I, i don't i like to think i have friends yeah, and then these TikTokers, they're, they go on live again, and they're like, oh, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry, but It then, was an accident. And it's like, mm, I've never said the N-word, and I've never felt the need to say the N-word, yeah. so I don't know how. Yeah, I think up until recently, I have never felt the need to swear, like, at all. Yeah, so, that's just you. I swear I, like a sailor, so... <laughs> I mean, I swear sometimes when I get mad. But like, when I get passionate, like, I'll swear. But or when like, I get hurt, you know? Cause is the like, N-word a swear word, though? Yeah, no. This, the N-word's more like a derogatory word that you shouldn't be using, like, As at a all. white person, but if, like, a person of color uses it, then... I don't know. If See, it's I, don't, I don't even think that... A person of color should be even using that word. No, but I mean, can, like, they can use it. They can use it. Like, but I personally, I don't, I don't think anyone should be saying the B word, the S word. Like, basically, basic. girls can say bitch. You yeah. can say bitch because you're a girl. Yeah. I just don't think men can say bitch. So again, with the N word, it's like, as a white person, you can't say the N word, but a person of color can because they're taking hold of it. They're like, this is something that you use to put me down. I just don't know what it now means, like, when they use it. Yeah, 
I, don't I think know. it's like is it like a for them to use it to another person of color is it like saying buddy see i just don't know yeah um but i don't also use the word so something that uh something that i don't agree with when it comes to swearing words is swearing at somebody like i think like the b word you could use as playfully but like, like bitch yeah but like if you're, like, you're a bitch yeah like no mm-hmm. don't sure. do that. <laughs> Yeah, but you... Made, I'm different. <laughs> you went on a whole spiel about... Sorry, we have notes. <laughs> we always have notes. Um, she just went on a whole spiel about how we're holding people accountable who are women, LGBTQ members, and minority groups, um, and we're not holding white Male. males. Yeah. White heterosexual males accountable. Um, I brought up in the notes that this is something in Canada. If you don't know, if you're not Canadian, then you might not know this, but, um, what's his name? Jim, I forgot his name, first name. I think it's Jim, Jimette Singh. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to call him Singh. Um, called out one of his colleagues as a racist and he got kicked out of house. Mm-hmm. Whereas there was like another, I don't even know what his name, I actually looked it up, but I don't want to say his name. He called somebody a bitch like a woman a bitch and a whore like there are a whole bunch of other people who are white heterosexual men who have called women in congress and house yeah bitches and whores and like degraded them and used degrading words and they weren't kicked out they're still there they're still there yeah. but like i don't know if he got kicked out of the day or if he like actually got kicked out and lost a job mm-hmm. yeah i don't know um Um, Yeah, so it's also people in parliament, basically, political leaders. Um, Those are the people we need to be holding accountable. Yeah, exactly. They're always the minority that is getting out out of it. Like, we need to... That aren't getting out of it. What do you mean? The minority isn't getting out of it. It's the majority, the white people who are getting out of it. The white men. Yeah, they're the ones always left. Mm -hmm. And we wonder why the government is... Mostly white heterosexual men and racist. Mm-hmm. No, apparently that's a word that you just cannot use in the House of Commons. Really? You just you're not allowed to use it. But well, if bitch and whore are words you can use. Yeah, I don't think you should. I think Parliament. It's a workplace. Mm-hmm. Like you, I think in any job, if you called one of your colleagues a bitch. Mm-hmm. And I think you would either get a warning or get fired. Yeah. Like, you'd get a complaint about you, so... Why are you still in? <laughs> yeah, why, why Why are they not having warnings? Why are they not fired? Tell me. So, not trying to get political here. I think that's something that we should yeah. probably say, but... You know, we got a little political, but we're ending that there. But yes, we need to hold even people in government accountable for their actions and what they say and what they do. Because if we are trying to build a society that is no longer racist, sexist, etc., 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 like just naming a whole bunch of other things, uh, that no longer like accepts these awful behaviors, mm-hmm. people in power should also, we should not accept those behaviors. 100%. Get rid of Trump. Oh my god. I'm gonna say it. Okay. Um, <laughs> I think we so, might have just angered uh, a lot of people right You there. know what? If you don't like the fact that I'm not a Trump supporter and that I don't like him because of the fact that he is a convicted rapist. Not to mention connected to sex trafficking. 
multiple accounts. I wonder why the uh, sex trafficking um, thing uh, rates have gone up. Yeah, I wonder why kids who are being taken by ICE are going missing. Oh my god, yeah. Yeah. I heard about that. So to anyone who's a Trump supporter, I suggest you look into that and reconsider why you support a man who's okay with this. Oh, and he um recently, I don't know if you know, I'm going political, this is really bad. Yeah. But he recently arrested indigenous people on something, mountain, I don't know. Washington? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Their land. Um, arrested them for being on their land, a land that he does not have the right to be on. Not his jurisdiction, not the police's jurisdiction, and yet they still tear gassed them, I think, and shot them with rubber bullets. Yeah, I think I put it on my story telling people that uh, there was going to be a bill that pass- that's going to pass either in Canada. I think it was actually in Canada. In Canada. In Canada, that the Native Americans are no longer going to be allowed on their land. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine somebody coming into your home and saying, yeah, you're not allowed to be here. Uh, we're going like, to fine you and arrest you. Yeah, you're trespassing. Like, like, like what? My, or, my ankle just cracked. Not my ankle, my wrist. wrist. Yeah. Um, yeah, that doesn't sit well with me, thanks. Nope, uh, not gonna allow that bill to pass if I have a say in that, which I think <laughs> I do. Um, so. <laughs> like, I can't just, like, okay. I can't just ignore it at this point. Like, I have to talk about it, and I feel like this podcast is a safe place to talk about it. Yeah. Right? Um, not really about mental health, it's about, I don't even think it's about politics, because this is a human's right thing, and I'm a human's right activist. Yeah. Through and through. Um, so I was watching this video, moving back into cancel culture, I was watching this video about Aisha Akanabi, I think that's her name, and she was talking about cancel culture, and how cancel culture really isn't about holding people accountable, it's about saying people can't change and like not allowing people to change i feel like i'm gonna paraphrase this because i don't think this was her exact words but she said we talk about mental health and how it's just as important as physical health and but then we disregard someone at the first sight of something we don't like those two don't marry well and i think what her statement what she's basically saying is that me and you, we're both mental health advocates. As mental health advocates, we shouldn't just be canceling someone mm-hmm. for what they did 10 years ago. Right, yeah. Um, and I don't think we should disregard the fact that canceling does take a mental effect yeah. on a person, no matter who they are. Yeah, uh, I don't, I never really liked the idea of cancel culture. One thing that I have to say about it is subscribing to somebody is completely free. Mm-hmm. Unsubscribing, also completely free. If you want to do that, go ahead. But sending someone hate and constant hate. There's a difference between hate and criticism. Yeah. And there's a huge difference. So if you're just going to hate on people and call them ugly, like, that's not criticizing them. You know? Like, (laughs) what? I just thought of, like, the whole ethma thing. Oh, yeah. I really shouldn't get into that, but I'm just going to say, like, there was someone that I saw on Twitter where they just created an entire account hating on Emma Chamberlain. Yeah. And how they called her ugly and how it was, and this was around the time where there were rumors about her and Ethan dating. And they were saying that it couldn't possibly be, like, they couldn't possibly be dating because of how, quote unquote, ugly she is. 
Yeah. I just, like, and they were comparing her to this other model that apparently they were speculated in dating. Like, Ethan apparently dated her. Mm -hmm. Um, And then I just, like, looked at the photos on, like, that she was posting, and I was just thinking, like... These are model photos. Yeah. Like, this was a shoot. This wasn't, like, just her and her friend taking Instagram photos like Emma Chamberlain. This isn't her, like, filming her everyday life like Emma Chamberlain. Yeah. I'm getting really off topic here. But no, it kind of goes and it stems from, like, hate and the difference between hate and criticizing. Um, I don't even know if there's any comments on the internet that I've read recently that is criticizing any YouTubers. But um, I think a lot of bigger drama channels mm-hmm. are, if you look more into drama channels, they criticize YouTubers and their um, content. Spill Sesh, I think that's her, that's that's the name of the T channel, Spill Sesh. I really like their content because I don't think they're sending hate. They're doing it very critically and they're like, this is the problem. This is why I have a problem with this. Do they use the eye? I think they just report on the news. They do, but then they do have, like, a segment at the end where they're, like... Yeah. They say it in, like, two or three sentences where, like, this is explaining why I have a problem with it. Yeah. And then they're, like, what do you guys think of it? And they put it in other people's ball court, like, you know? Um, She also said, Aisha, it's easier to condemn people than it is to condemn ideas. Because we would have to see how those ideas have affected us at one point. Yeah, I think we're going to bring the last episode into this episode about Mm -hmm. BLM, our opinions on it, and how we said we were, uh, I believe, racially biased. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that's really hard for a lot of people to do. Um, I think we mentioned in the last episode how we had a conversation with a family member and they got so angry at the fact that I would even consider calling them a racist, but then... Five minutes later, they said something so racist. They were like, oh, you're going to be the one who's screwed because the roles are going to, like, flip. And I'm like, you just, that's what racism is, is you think because I'm white, I have a higher Mm -hmm. standard. or Like like, that you're superior over. Yeah, over a person of color. And the roles aren't going to reverse because no, I don't think any person of color who's, like, truly an activist and truly wants equal rights wants the roles to reverse yeah they want us all to be the same and they want us all to have equal opportunity and also it's just kind of like somebody who's like human and has compassion like Mm -hmm. why would you want other people to feel your pain that's just kind of me because that's how I got into activism and like being yeah thing is because I don't want anyone else feeling what I'm feeling although I know that a lot of people feel so much worse and that hurts but like you know that's Mm -hmm. that's just the reason why I got into it so I'm hoping that you know everybody else kind of has the same thinking Mm-hmm. on why they're doing what they're doing is because they don't want to continue the thread yeah. of uh, so, pain. So I think what Aisha was saying is that we would then have to take accountability for our own thoughts and how we fed into the idea. Mm-hmm. And that's a very difficult thing for a lot of people to do because Clearly, nobody... not me. <laughs> nobody wants to be held accountable and nobody wants to say, like, I was wrong. I will 100% say I was wrong. Something, I can't remember what I wrote. So, 
mob I, mentality. I made a comment in this note that said, when does it stop trying... Uh, when does cancel culture turn in from trying to hold someone accountable and start turning into bullying? Um, and one thing that I want to bring up is Dramageddon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what happened there? Um, if you don't know, there were a lot of accusations about James Charles, and he lost subscribers, right? Yeah, that's what happened. Um, millions, millions. Millions of subscribers in, like, a couple of hours. Yeah. And it's, like, it made history um i feel like it hasn't like people were saying it was making history but in reality who's talking about it now yeah like we all remember it but it's like it's not that big it's of a not deal. a thing again with that you have every right to unsubscribe to somebody mm-hmm. if you don't want to watch their content you don't want to be recommended their com- content you can even block them if you want you have every right to do so but the fact that you take that you might take it a step further with cancel culture, taking it a step further mm-hmm. in hating, that's not okay with me because the reason why I'm bringing up this story is because I remember going into school and having a conversation with somebody who was a huge James Charles stan, and I was like, I wanted to know what their opinion of like what it was, like are they still a stan? Like do they care? Like what is going on um, with them? And we like I start. I striked up a conversation about it, and I was like, hey, uh, you know. Yeah. Thing. <laughs> I don't know. James how to, Charles. James Charles. What do you think what, about What it? do you think? And they were basically saying, like, in so little words, they basically just said, oh, I'm following the crowd because everybody else is unfollowing them, him. I'm going to unfollow him because I don't want to be the only one following him. Yeah. And it's kind of like... Which is a reason why I subscribed to James. Because <laughs> I was like, well, I'm already the outsider. Might as well continue this streak. I mean, I was never subscribed to James. And I'm still not ex- subscribed to James. And I don't really watch his content. But, but, there's no but there. Um, I've unsubscribed to James. I just get recommended his content and watch it occasionally. Because mm-hmm. he has some good content. With some ma- videos are great. Artistry. You know, the people... Um, I feel like I'm, I'm going to say this and it's it's going to sound like I'm I'm not about victim blaming. Mm-hmm. But with the people who came forward who were creating these accusations from the DMs that they had and that they showed, it didn't, at least to me from where I stand, it didn't look like these people were shutting him down, James. Because there was another person, Jordan Bow, who James Charles DM'd and they had a little bit of a conversation and interaction, but Jordan set his attentions really early on. They were like, hey, I want to do a video. I have a girlfriend. I'm straight. Like, that's it. James Charles cut it off because he wasn't looking for somebody to collab with. He was looking for a boyfriend yeah. <laughs> with Jordan. And that's fine. But And he, like, walked away because he's like, okay, you know, no point. But these other people who came forward weren't shutting it down. And I do genuinely feel like they were trying to get something out of James. And they yeah. got what they wanted. And that's the sad part. Mm-hmm. Is because everybody wanted... And I actually brought it up in that conversation. I was like, these people, like, they want something from the James. They want the clout. They want attention. And you're giving them to them. And you're saying, like, oh, this person that I was such a big fan of because other people who are basically lying about him because they were technically lying. Mm-hmm. Because they were saying that they he was coming on to them and he was forcing them to do this. And it's like, 
you read the text or the DMs and you're like, you don't sound opposed to this. You sound like you're encouraging him to keep going. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't. I for like I forgot about the details of Dramageddon. <laughs> yeah, because it's just um, not something I really. Yeah, you weren't in it. I was in it because it it was like. Oh no, I was in it. I just don't remember the details. I do. <laughs> like, <laughs> I remember every little detail because I was consumed by it. I guess you could say, mm-hmm. and it's like I just like didn't understand what it was doing. And, like, why people were doing what they were doing. And it really is just, I think it came from jealousy. Like, you see this person growing, and you're like, oh, my God, he's so amazing. And then you're like, oh, but we can tear him down, so we're going to do that. Yeah. I mean, he has his, I think he has all his following back. Like, everybody subscribed to him again a few months later. Yeah. So. Still hurt, though. It was still kind of like, you don't know how bad that could have gotten. Yeah. Like, in my mind, I was like, I know that, like. He's a famous person, but famous mm-hmm. people can still have suicidal thoughts. Right. Yeah. And go into a very dark place. Yeah. And I felt like that's where it was going. And I, like, I don't know. When I had that conversation with... I think at some point I was so convinced to actually DM James to see if he was okay. But then I was like, he's probably not going to see it and it's going to yeah. be out in the void. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah, but having this conversation with this person just kind of, like, opened my eyes. Because at that point, I was, like, okay with cancel culture because I was, like, it's holding people accountable. But then after having that conversation, I was, like, it's not really holding people accountable. It's just people mobbing together so they're not left out. Yeah. Or it's... So they're hating and attacking the same person. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they don't feel... FOMO? Yeah. I don't know if that... I don't know if that counts as FOMO, but you know, like they don't they don't want to be called out. But it's also like the internet is basically high school. Yeah. <laughs> and since I'm an out I've always been an outcast in high school and in elementary school, I'm going to stick to being an outcast on the internet. So, mhm. We unpopular opinion. Welcome to our outcast podcast. <laughs> the outcasts? Yeah. Um, Ooh, if somebody has an actual podcast called The Outcast, I want to I wanna listen to that. <laughs> I want to listen to that. I want to be in it. Yeah. Um, so if you have a podcast called The Outcasts, please invite us onto your show. Yes. <laughs> Let's have a Zoom call. <laughs> Let's record. Yay. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's just, what does it actually do? So cancel culture, right? Yeah, we're talking about cancel culture. What does it actually do? I think it's just, it's about destroying somebody else's life. It's not about holding people accountable. It's seeing how far you can take it. Yeah, how far you can dogpile. Mm-hmm. How big can the pile get? Yeah. Uh, yeah, so, I don't know. Just having that conversation with that person who was a James Charles stan, like, really opened my eyes, and I was like, this is not okay. Yeah. Um, and they were just kind of like, eh. Yeah. He's like, in a couple months, I'll subscribe to him again. And it's like, then what's, what's the point of this? Yeah, what's the point? Of what was the point of it? Like, if you still... Also, I just, like, don't like that it made it look... Because some, some people were saying it. They were like, it's making gay people look like predators. And gay people are not predators. Predators are predators. Yeah. Regardless of, like, sexuality, orientation. Like, mm-hmm. they're completely separate. <laughs> That's a whole other thing. And this shouldn't... Because I feel like some people are... 
like it's really sad but i could imagine someone in a religious setting in a very conservative family can look at it and then their family is going to use that oh gay people are predators because of this one thing that turns out isn't even true yeah which is drama again in two um Oh yeah, Jeffrey Star and Jeffrey Star, Star, Jeffrey Star and Shane Dawson might have had the entire thing fabricated. Yeah, and I don't know why. <sighs> like again, even like with Tati, when we figured out that James Charles, uh, like that it wasn't true, and that when Tati like rescinded her video and like deleted it and was like this is wrong. Mm-hmm. She lost subscribers after that, too. And her career hasn't been the same either. And it's, like, she wasn't really involved. Like, she, I think she was hurt. Mm-hmm. Like, I genuinely think she was hurt by both sides. A.K.A. James Charles and Jeffrey. Yeah. Also, just for the record, there's no ethical way of becoming a millionaire. So, you know, when you're supporting Jeffrey Star, gotta question how he did it. Like, he said he came from nothing. How, how, how do you get to where he is now? And I'm like, sure, maybe, possibly. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that he's not a hardworking person and that he didn't hustle. It's just like, what were the methods he used? So what is the solution for this, for cancel culture? So I guess the solution would be to support who you're going to support, unsupport the person that you don't believe deserves your support, mm-hmm. and stop supporting them. But also, ask the questions that we asked in the beginning of the episode. Yeah. Why? Why? Um, like, why, what, where, who? When? <laughs> when. The, fi- the five W's and one H, I guess. Yeah. The um, question, the, the basic questions that you learn in kindergarten. <laughs> or actually, I don't even know if it's like kindergarten. I think it might like, be grade one or grade two. First grade. <laughs> first grade. Those questions. Ask yourself those questions. Um, before you do anything like that. And try don't not, hate! Don't try and fall into the mob mentality. Yeah. I mean, the way you don't fall into the mob mentality is by taking a step back and saying, why am I actually doing this? What am I actually doing? Basically answering those five questions. So, that's how you stop. Why do you sound angry? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> do, do you guys agree? She just sounded so angry at me. Probably because I'm just repeating. <laughs> yeah, probably just repeating the fact that uh, you sound angry again. <laughs> I know I'm sound angry because I am. I have um, the little anger in my voice. Yeah, it's just you can't pretend that your own actions yeah. aren't important. Yeah, is I feel like we feel as like people on the internet and online or like an invisible force. You know, we're, like, invisible. We're not important. Mm-hmm. What we do and what we say isn't going to affect a huge creator. Mm-hmm. But in reality, it actually does. Mm-hmm. Because creators see a lot. Yeah. What we learned in elementary school with all of those police officers coming and talking about what we do on the internet. Yeah. You can't see how that other person is being affected. Yeah. It's different than when you're in the schoolyard and you're making fun of somebody or... or physically harming them you can't see how they're reacting to your words also be careful what you put out on the internet (laughs) it's so funny to me i don't know why i'm gonna bring this up somebody um found out that not a co-worker but a family member or a friend of a family member uh was saying 
racial things or racist things on the internet and uh, told their coworker <laughs> or told their employer and they ended up getting fired. So it's so funny to me that we grew up in like all of these people telling us, watch out what you put on the internet, watch out, it's there forever, it's there forever. And then those very people who were telling us, watch what you put on the internet, forgot that lesson. Yeah. And forgot that part. And now we're like, hey, remember that. Also, I just, I want to say, I love Generation Z, even though we take it too far with cancel culture. I think in some ways, it's great with Amy, what was her name? Amy something in Seattle, she called the police for an unarmed man who was just running and she got her, she lost her job. She got her dog taken away. You've seen that Twitter video. Oh, the video of the dog. Oh yes. 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 Mm -hmm. I thought it was in, uh, wait, wasn't it? It was in Manhattan. I think so. I don't know. New York, somewhere in that area. Seattle (laughs) isn't New York. Really? Yeah. Seattle is on the opposite side of the country. Is it? Yes. I'm Canadian. (laughs) (laughs) New York is, New York is in New York State. Seattle is in Washington, D.C., I think. Okay, but that's, like, not that far away. (laughs) It's like, it's like saying Toronto is in British Columbia. Or Toronto's next to Vancouver? Yes. Oh. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Liz is like, oh. Oops, I don't know where any of this stuff is. But anyway, yeah, because of Twitter, she lost her job and she got her dog taken away. And those people, again, that's an example of somebody who did something today in, to, like, in this year mm-hmm. and had a consequence to it. Don't go back 10 years into, because I'm sure that if you went back or if you asked people 10 years, like from your past 10 years ago, mm-hmm. if you've ever said anything or if you've ever done anything bad or that's something that you would never do. Yeah. I'm going to bring this up. I used to be a little homophobic. Yeah. Just a a little. I think most LGBTQ members could potentially be homophobic because it's internalized homophobia. Yeah. I've heard that so much Mm -hmm. while researching cancel culture. Yeah. Just so many people being like... So I used to be homophobic, but now I'm like an advocate and I'm like, like, let's go. Yeah, an ally. Um... So it's what I remember, like, being in, like, second or third grade being, like, ew, people, like, that's gross, like, ew, gross, but now I'm, like, it's a beautiful thing, and love is love, like, that isn't who I am now, so I, I have a question, Mm -hmm. why is it gross to see two women kissing, or two men kissing, but not gross for a man and a woman to kiss? I don't know. I think they're both gross. (laughs) I don't want to see that. Thanks. What? Cassandra for you in one sentence. Yep. Or Cass. I should stop saying Cassandra. Yes. Cass for you in one sentence. Doesn't want to see anybody kissing. Yep. Meanwhile, I'm just here like, eh. Just don't, like, rope each other. <laughs> yes. That, I mean, that's typical. <laughs> no, 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 P, like, intense PDA. A cute, yeah. A cute little peck. Holding oh, yeah, hands. No, like, yeah. No, holding that's hands, definitely cute. Like, hugging. Like, I'm fine with it. But no, in stuff anyway yeah that's just me i just don't like physical like i don't mind holding hands i don't like physical affection in public when there's a lot of people around when there's a lot of people around stay the frick away from me 10 feet away like i'm staying 10 feet away of all people um even before coronavirus even before coronavirus yeah i I used to love holding my friend's hands like that's cute Mm -hmm. so like but anyway that's that's my point is 
I mean, I don't think you could go back into my history or my accounts and go all the way back and see my homophobic content or homophobic comments because I think I did, just did it in real life to mm-hmm. friends um, or said them to friends. But I guarantee you there's someone who could potentially remember me saying stuff. Yeah. That wasn't great. And that's the point is we change. People change. You educate yourself. You become educated. Yeah. Intelligente. You you learn, you grow, you change. And that's good. It's not wrong. And something Aisha also said in the same video is that people are really quick to change. People are really quick to change your idea. But on the internet, we're almost told not to do that. Mm -hmm. We can't change our ideas. And that's wrong because, you know, you get new information all the time. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, like in our grandfather's time, smoking like people said it opened up your lungs you know and then in our mother's time it was like oh no it's bad for you yeah like it's horrible you're gonna die and even now in our time mm-hmm. it's like uh cancer yeah because we know now yeah i guarantee you oh, there's vaping people are like oh it's so much better than smoking it's so good for you mm-hmm. and i'm sure in 10 years we're gonna we're gonna be saying something different see the thing is is I think we're still saying that, but it's vaping is a lot better than someone who smokes. Like if you smoke nicotine, mm-hmm. try vaping because that's better for you. But somebody who isn't already addicted to nicotine or cigarettes, mm-hmm. don't try vaping. Don't do it because it's pretty much the same thing for you. Yeah. You know, you're probably even worse off. Yeah, I don't know. I just, like, I remember having a conversation. Well, not a conversation. I overheard a conversation (laughs) Mm -hmm. of, like, this other girl and guy. They were talking about how she started vaping. And she's like, oh, it's so much better. I feel better. And I'm like, I I mean, I guess if you were a heavy smoker and now you're not doing that anymore. But also, I think people who vape technically smoke less. You know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. you're doing it less. You're not doing it as often or as much. And it's not, Mm -hmm. I don't know. I don't really understand it, but... I have an uncle who vapes. Should we say that? We have an uncle who vapes. And I mean, if he's doing... Because he's doing that to try and quit smoking. And I mean, mm-hmm. I guess that's a way. Then you have another problem. Yeah. yeah. How are you going to quit vaping then? We kind of got off a little bit of topic. Over there well, talking about not really. Because the point is, is that people change and you change your ideas and you gain more knowledge. Mm-hmm. And over time you gain knowledge. And that doesn't... If you cancel someone, that means you're stopping them from gaining knowledge and showing you that they've changed. Mm-hmm. It's very easy to change. It's very easy to change your idea. It's very easy to change your opinion on things with different information. Yep. So, did we even talk about how cancel culture affects your mentality? I think we did. Yeah. It's just easy. Like, I think one thing I want to say about changing your mentality is something I used to say is, sure, when one person calls me stupid... I don't care. But when I've heard it, a hundred people call me stupid over a hundred times, mm-hmm. that's when I started to believe it. Yeah. So that's kind of at a, at a larger scale. There's like, when someone's canceling you, there are thousands of people canceling you and telling you how horrible of a person you are. Mm-hmm. Maybe in Dramageddon's case, millions. Yeah. Yeah. That's going to take a toll on you no matter who you are, no matter how good your mentality is. You could be the most healthy person mentally ever and it would take a toll mm-hmm. and you would have to go to therapy i mean i think you should you should go to therapy healthy people need therapy mm-hmm. um also i kind of wanted to talk about um not that it's like cancel culture related but it's still like youtuber 
related, celebrity related. Um, a lot of times YouTubers talk about how they have like mental health issues and I know there's some people on the internet there that are going to be like, no, you're wrong. You're making it up. It's just for views. Mm-hmm. You know, like you couldn't possibly be anxious. You couldn't possibly be depressed. You couldn't possibly have any of that. And it's weird because you don't know them. They're still a person. Mm-hmm. And even though they're on YouTube and even though they have millions of followers or thousands, millions of followers, whatever, whatever the case may be, they're, they can still be lonely. Mm-hmm. Like, someone could have millions of followers look like they're talking to millions of people on a camera, but in reality, they're just talking to a camera by themselves. Somebody watched Never Chamberlain. <laughs> yes, I did. But she even said something, I think, I watched the same video. She said something, you can't say that to somebody who has millions of followers just like you can't say it to somebody who's just sitting in your math class. Yeah. Like, you can't tell them what they're, what's happening in their head. Because yeah. you don't know. Everybody has their own life and everybody's going through their own thing and everybody takes things differently. So, so when we talk about mental health, we always say the same thing over and over again. We don't know what's going on in other people's heads. And it's so weird that we're still, like, denying people of saying, like, oh, that's not possible because depression looks like you can't get out of bed and you don't... Or anxiety looks like this. Or I see you in your video, you're so happy. Yeah. Or, yeah. You're that, just, like, all those All those stereotypes of what mental health actually looks like or mental illness actually looks like when in reality... Mental health, mental illness looks different in everyone. Like, it could be internalized and on the outside. There are people who mask. I think we both know what it's like to mask mm-hmm. so well that no one even realized what we were going through until it was, like, crippling. Mm-hmm. So. I feel like that happens a lot. Yeah, so you just, you just can't see what other people are going through, so really consider actually supporting cancel culture and when a whole bunch of people are trying to cancel someone, what that actually means mm-hmm. and what you're actually doing. And if you're somebody like us who is a mental health advocate and does say, like, mental health is important, yeah. consider what you're saying when you're also saying cancel culture we need to cancel this person yeah i'm being really quiet right now <laughs> yeah <laughs> you're just kind of your your levels have dropped mm-hmm. it's I've, fine i finished my coffee and i can no longer take sips of it mm. so kind of a calm down period right now mm-hmm. anyway um i think we talked a lot a lot about what we want to say i think we got everything out of out of the way we got it yeah I kind of want to put a little, I think we said it before, but a little disclaimer at the end. We're not accepting anyone's apologies for Mm -hmm. a thing because it's not our place. When it's not our place to do it. Yeah. We'll accept people's apologies when it is our place to do it. But really it's up to the people that need to hear the apology and to forgive that person. Yeah. Yeah. We didn't even talk about what's going on with Shane Dawson, with the cancel stuff. Dramageddon 2? Yeah. I guess this is also me saying that I don't support, like, canceling Shane Dawson. Dawson. Specifically to Shane Dawson, because I feel like he's changed. Mm -hmm. But also a lot of people say that he's better at hiding it. 
is he better at hiding it or did he actually change? Yeah. How do you know? Yeah, how do you know? Um, I think another person of an example that, like, got cancelled and came back, but he actually changed is Logan Paul. I don't know why, but I'm obsessed with this podcast. Like, I've listened to it, and I, I don't know, I think he's actually matured, and he's actually different, and he's actually changed. I mean, I never really watched any of his videos, but I can tell from, like, a couple clips from his podcast, it's and like... And then a couple of clips compared to his old, old past videos. videos. It's like, yeah, you have 100% matured. Calm down. <laughs> you, you, calm down, yes. Yeah, you're a little more mature now, so so kind of like that. Yeah, I think Logan Paul is, is an example of people changing. Mm-hmm. Of someone changing. Also, I kind of want to put this out there. Um, if you guys are part of, or in with Dramageddon 2 and with Jeffree Star and Shane Dawson, um, I have a question for you. Are you going to get mad at me and cancel me for not throwing out Jeffree Star and Shane Dawson's collab makeup if I still have it? Because I paid $165 and I can't seem to just throw it out. <laughs> um, I think you're a broke student, so you're fine. <laughs> I, I'm fine. I just, like, I, I can't throw it out, you know? Like, it's just like, bye-bye $165. Yeah. Yep. I think people will forgive you. Just don't buy it again. Oh, yeah, no, totally not buying anything from Jeffree Star ever again. Sadly, because I really like his formulas and his makeup. Like, mm-hmm. But not going to do it. Not going to give him money. No. Uh, anyway, I hope you guys like this episode. If you did, please don't cancel me or us. Thank uh, you. Consider subscribing to the channel and leaving a review for us. Please and thank you. And see, hear you in the next podcast i want to say see you in the next podcast but i think it's hear us in the next podcast i don't know how to end this i never do all right peace out bye Bye.